Welcome back to the Tell Them You Mean Business podcast. Here with us is Gretchen Jamison, Chief Learning Officer and Group President of Social Impact at Casmeric Enterprises. Gretchen is here to tell you how you can make this holiday season a little brighter for kids and families by participating in the Capco Kids to Kids annual toy drive. Hear about the heartwarming story of how this toy drive became one of the region's largest and most successful toy drives since its humble beginnings in 2005. Learn how you can get involved. Find out what's in store for this year's toy drive and listen as Gretchen is put in the Hupy hot seat to answer questions about toy safety. Also on this episode, listen to a case result reading about our clients who were driving to Door County for a holiday weekend when a driver disregarded a stop sign and pulled onto the highway in front of our client's vehicle. Stay tuned for all this and more here on this episode of Tell Them You Mean Business. Well, I am excited today to be with Gretchen Jamison, and she has an amazing title, and I got to look down, Gretchen, just to make sure I give you uh, the just desserts here with your title, but sure. it's Chief Learning Officer and Group President of Social Impact at Casmeric Enterprises. You got it. It's a trifold. It is. And, yeah. and it's very impressive, like your company is very impressive, as we started talking about before we started the podcast. I've known Jim Kazmarek for years and years, and I just have so much respect for your organization, the people there. Not only do they do just great work in their everyday business, but they've done what we have done, and that is they've parlayed that into trying to make the world a better place. And I think that's really where you come in, isn't it, is to try to make the world a better place because Jim's companies have been so successful. And so tell us a little bit about the title. Tell us sure. about yourself, where you came from, and how you got this great sure. role. Sure. Well, thank you for thank you for having Having me today and for this focus on what we're doing at Casmeric yeah. Enterprises. So, you know, it's not typical for an individual, most of whose business interests are in manufacturing, to hire a chief learning officer, right? I mean, it's the scholar on the shop floor. What is going on? Yeah, exactly. Right? So, so Jim was involved with my work, my prior work at a university in the area, and had kind of watched me do my thing for a number of years and, and said, we need that type of learning approach with our people. Uh, fundamentally, and for a guy who will tell you he didn't entirely love school himself in his yeah, high I'm not school days, by yeah, that. yeah, um, he gets it fundamentally that that is the way that we really help people move from where they are to where they want to be. And Jim is personally very aligned with the value that every person is worth the dignity of that shot, right? Everybody deserves that opportunity. Right. So he reached out and said, this is my legacy project. This is something I've always wanted to do with the Casmeric Center for Human Performance. He wasn't calling it that at that time. Right. Um, so, you know, he reached out to me back in October of 2020. Um, I turned him down, actually. Okay. We, were, we were a little busy at the university I was at with the pandemic and everything happening. And he came back six months later. I mean, this is this truly is his passion project yeah. to take his individual workers, certainly across all of his businesses, but also figure out how to give that kind of training and opportunity to folks in the community who don't often have access to that level of personal development. Right. Cost free for sure. So that's we got started. And I literally was at a like a cardboard table in 
in this building he had purchased, which we have now transformed into the Casmeric Center for Human Performance. I've been to your campus. It's yeah, quite impressive. And, I know and when that's mapped it out, yeah. you know? And so that's that's what we're endeavoring to do. It really is all about recognizing each person's unique capacity to activate what they distinctively are talented to do. And and for Jim, we just had our town hall for the industrial portfolio right. um, on Monday this week. And he said, if you don't want to be a welder for the rest of your career, if you don't want to work a, a press break the rest of your career, that's fine. We want to help you figure out what it is you want to do and help you achieve it. And, and he sees that as a win. So right. that's that's what we're endeavoring to do with social impact, where we're giving back in the community, starting with our own people and really working through learning to help people develop. The best part about Jim from my an outsider's perspective, a yeah. friend, but also a business owner, when he says something or he puts his mind to something, mm -hmm. especially in this arena, mm -hmm. he does it. He yes. doesn't just say something to get attention and then not follow right. through. I mean, all these projects that we've been involved in with yeah. him where he talks about them, he starts them with a great purpose and he makes mm -hmm. them better and he works them. And I'm interested to hear more about how one of your employees would go through your learning center yeah. and how that would work. So if someone is a welder right. at, one, right. at one of your businesses and they want to do something different, how would that work? Mm -hmm. How do you guys envision that they'll go through that? Absolutely. So a couple of things are happening. When we onboard our new folks, we've built a 90-day sort of coaching methodology. And this, I'm an, I'm a geek. I'm an egghead. I have my doctorate from uh, University of Southern California. This is what I love to do, right? Yeah. We help them not only learn the skills they need for that particular job role, but we really are, are measuring them through psychometric analytics on an app that they carry around with them, mm -hmm. their motivation. That's the key to real learning and performance. And so we have a dedicated coach who begins to get to know them really, really well through those first 90 days. And at the end of that, helps them build a learning plan, both for their job within, let's say, Capco Metal Stamping, mm -hmm. um, but also their broader sort of life and career plan. What other parts of your well-being are really important to you? And that tool is allowing us to measure that. We're doing a project right now with all of our middle managers. And this is a really exciting project that actually we're doing. We did it with Bucks Gaming of all of all groups. We're working with some other organizations here in Milwaukee. Uh -huh. And managers participate in a 12-week process where they really begin to understand their own knowledge, motivation, and their personal well-being. And then we build customized learning plans around that to help them be their best self at work. Absolutely. But when people flourish, organizations flourish, right? And so when the individual is fully flourishing, well-being, mental persistence, all of those pieces you want. They're giving you better work at work. Yeah. And they're also pursuing things that are passionate for them in their own life. Right. So that's kind of how it's it's working. It's a real, um, I say training is, we, we train pets and toddlers, people learn. And learning is a holistic approach. Right. So really getting to know those people, person-centered, it's a lot of fun. Oh, actually. I can imagine. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> and successful businesses really understand that their most valuable assets are their human capital. Right. And the more you invest in your staff and give them this autonomy to learn, get better, do their jobs, be creative, mm -hmm. we're so much better off as a business. 100%. And businesses kind of fall into three key categories, right? There are still the, the the solitary few that are sort of like, I mean, it's the time of the year. Ebenezer Scrooge just giving their worker one piece of coal, right? Like right. They, they don't want to put too much into this. Then there's, I think, the majority that have said, yeah, well-being, we, we need to care about that at work, employee engagement, productivity. Right before I came upstairs, I was looking at an article, and you've probably seen it too, this sort of startling crisis of well-being that's yeah. happening across our workplaces. Well, that goes beyond just engagement for productivity's sake at work. And there's a growing kind of minority, but I think we're going to become a loud voice that say, 
we need to see our whole person and help them be their best in all facets of their life so that they can be their best. Yeah, for us, we need that for our bottom line. Right. But also they need that. And there's a moral imperative for Jim as well yeah. in what we are called to do for people. It, it's a crazy world we live in because people are just angry and this is carrying over yeah. into everyday life. And how can you not bring however you feel at home into your workplace? You're going to. You're going to. So what a great thing to yeah. be doing. I mean, yeah. exciting for you to get on yeah. the ground floor and see how this works. <laughs> and awesome. Well, I'm excited to learn more about that yes. as time goes on. But I want to talk right now specifically because Christmas and the holidays yep. are coming upon us. <laughs> and I want to talk about Capco's Kids to Kids. Yes. What a great program. We've been involved with you guys for a while on it. And I remember how it started and it was so small and there was mm -hmm. a little amount of toys. But talk to us about Capco's Kids to Kids because the holidays are coming and we'd like to let our listeners know about it and see if we can help in any way to get more people involved. Yes. Yeah, so we are really thrilled to be going kind of back to our roots with Kids to Kids this year in that during the pandemic, we all had this wonderful opportunity to exercise new innovation and creativity. And for Kids to Kids, that meant turning it into a drive-through light yeah. display, right? Which was great. And it was fun. Those are all over Southeastern Wisconsin. I have two young kids. We enjoy those. But it really wasn't at the heart the model of Kids to Kids. The model of Kids to Kids and the way we count success is actually the number of young people who are involved in the project, mm -hmm. either planning it, executing it, and they are involved at every level, bringing toys to give or receiving toys. And so we wanted to get back to that community aspect of the project. So Kids to Kids is now kind of a, a smaller, if you will, intimate light show that's, I don't know, we'll call it self-serve light show that families can walk and enjoy all month long in December and bring okay. a toy. But this weekend, December 10 and 11, we're going back to those days of giving that we used to do at Capco, where a family can come, bring a toy, but they're going to get to come into the new Casmeric Center for Human Performance, where there'll be 15, 20,000 toys on display. Santa is there. The child can bring their unwrapped toy and essentially participate in the spirit of giving, which is really what Christmas is genu genuinely about. Yeah. And the reason we wanted to do it at, we call it K-CHIP, the Casmeric Center, is because fundamentally that idea of generosity and instilling that in a young person and in a family or a caregiver with a child, that is fundamental to their, their well-being, how they see the world. Right. So it's a really important value and virtue for us to cultivate. Right. And that's really what Kids to Kids is all about. Yeah, I mean, if you can start that at a young yes. age and learn at a young, a young age yes. about giving, you're going to carry that forward hopefully the rest, the rest of your life. 100%. And it, let me say this real quickly. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter the level of giving, right? That's, I think, the key with this project. Jim tells a story that is, for me, really centers what this whole idea is about. There were some children who came from a, a vulnerable population in Milwaukee. This was a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And these children came to see the toys and to experience what was happening with Dave's Days of Giving. They got off their bus and they each had a toy to give. Some of them were a brand new pack of pencils. I mean, these were children who don't have a lot of means. Right. That's okay. That's what generosity is. And that particular story for me is like what the heart of Kids right. to Kids is really all about. Well, and that same kind of thing applies to almost all the stuff Jim is doing in, in totally different facets, but it's the same yeah. thing. It's And it's so amazing. How did it get started? Like when, do you remember when it got started and how yeah. it got started? So and 17 years ago, and my understanding of the project is that this began actually, we were a corporate sponsor with a local toy drive. Okay. And, and if you know, and you do know Jim Kasmerick, and he doesn't say anything, be like, well, that's good. Let's just leave it like that. Yeah. How can we make it bigger and better and bigger and better? Yeah. So what I think is really great about that and the lesson for organizations organizations, businesses is, hey, you might be leaned in as a, a sponsor, giving some dollars. 
how else could you lean in? You know, the way your team has leaned in with Camp Hometown Heroes, right? Where can we roll up our sleeves and make this a little bit better? And over the years, it kind of became Capco's Kids to Kids program. So started with just, okay, let's do a corporate sponsorship and has now become 17 years, over 300,000 toys collected. One of the biggest toy drives in the upper Midwest. Wild. Pretty incredible. Yeah. So what happens then? So you have this event. I looked on the website. Yeah. You have the event December 10th and 11th that you Mm -hmm. just talked about. Mm -hmm. And then I saw something else on the website that talked about runs from December 10th to the 23rd. Tell, Tell me about that. Sure. That's that outdoor light display. So, you know, we really acquired some really cool light features over the last two years right. for the drive-thrus. We want to do something with that. And so what we've done is we've set it up in a much kind of smaller, tighter, more intimate footprint outside of the Casmeric Center. And that's just open. Families can come, take a great selfie. Actually, it's they're really cool displays and just have some fun and drop off a toy. So there's you can't come into the building during those times. That's just this weekend. Okay. But the lights will be on and folks can come by and enjoy and drop off a toy and take some pictures and have a have a nice family evening. And then yeah. what do you do with all the toys? How does it go, the yes. process of giving them all away and that amazing feeling you must have of making the holidays something special for kids that would otherwise really not have this much of a holiday? This is really special. So my parents are retired and they were just sharing with me they're participating in a toy drive over in Michigan and they were sharing how they were in charge of picking toys for a list from a nonprofit. And we're kind of frustrated because they didn't really have like, it just said like, you know, 15 year old girl. And my mother was like, well, does she like music? Does she like sports? Like, what am I picking? Well, the way Kids to Kids works is that we work with Salvation Army and Boys and Girls Club and Big Brothers, Big Sisters and a number of smaller Ozaki County, Milwaukee County nonprofits. They literally tell us, you know, Javier would like, da, da, da. And there's okay. some options. And these elves, we could, teens and young children, actually are elves. And they pick through all 30,000 toys and, and strive to select toys that actually meet the child's wish. So we send all of the toys collected, get doled back out to nonprofits, and by and large, are matched to a child's actual wish list. That's a, that Honestly, is so amazing. It's, as a donor, you're kind of going, oh my goodness, you know, someone is actually getting the toy that, right. you know, that they really want. And that, I think that's a really fantastic kind of difference in our toy drive. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. It, it makes the difference between an extra special holiday yeah. for a child and, you know, and a special holiday because Precisely. we all had lists of things we wanted of we for did, our holidays. right? I and wanted a new bike. Yeah, exactly. Barbie dream house was yeah, mine. I really exactly. And if we didn't <laughs> get what we really wanted, we were sometimes a little disappointed, and especially yeah. for children that aren't right. getting as much as right. our children may be fortunate Correct. enough to get. To get what's on your list is yeah. really amazing. So yeah. then what you do is you just give the toys then back to the organization Correct. you're helping, and then they take responsibility to give them to the individual Exactly, children. exactly. Awesome. And do you guys collect toys then all year long for this event or how does that work? We do not. What we we have done is some folks, especially these last two years, have elected to just do like a cash donation as they leave. Like, I mean, literally, I worked the event last year. People were just handing dollars out of their cars. And you're kind of like, ah. What do I do with that? No, yeah. <laughs> you know, what do I do with it? Yeah. We actually use those resources to sort of seed the first, uh, we just, 3,500 toys showed up at the K-Chip yesterday, okay. wholesale purchased, um, worked with some great uh, corporate partners, Great Northern down in Racine, did a huge, they work with Mattel Toys, a huge pallet of Barbies. And so we kind of use those dollars to do the initial purchase of toys at the beginning of the season. But it's really all brought in from the beginning of November a lot of our schools start collecting. So tomorrow is sleigh day, or actually today, excuse me, is sleigh days where we go around with the big cap coat truck and all of the schools that have been doing their toy drives, child-led, kid-led, 
fill that truck up. And that's, I mean, so it really is an incredible, like six week endeavor. What that's a great amazing. way yeah. to do it that you're, as you said, involving the kids yeah. and, and letting them understand how important it is to give. Yeah. Yeah. And then how do you get your employees involved? I mean, I yeah. see when I do these events, there's always Capco employees there mm -hmm. uh, or Casmeric Enterprise, I have yes. to say. So yeah, I no, say you're it good, right. You're good. I got to make sure I do it right. <laughs> um, how do you how do you encourage all your employees to get involved yes. in all these endeavors that you guys are so passionate about? You know, we in our in our portfolio, human performance and social impact, we have an entire arm now focused on employee activation, kind of volunteer engagement, uh, how to how to live like Jim, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. And what does that look like for you? Because we actually believe that exponentially we can do far more good if we equip equip each of our people to go into their neighborhood, their community. Right. So there are, oh my goodness, just yesterday, I when I left the office last night, there were probably 15, 20 um, floor workers who are off shift who are helping display toys. So there's all these ways for them to sign up and become engaged and activated. Some of them during their shift, during their workday, others come at the end, some come every night, some bring their families. It's it's really an outstanding way for them to lean in and get One involved. thing was interesting for us. We have a mission statement that says we're going to give back based on our successes. And like Jim, who I look at as an amazing role model yeah. because, I mean, everything he does in, in this kind of arena, he does so well. But um, our employees gave us – one of our employees gave me a suggestion and it said – how would you like to give us time off from work and pay mm. our time and let us go out in the community and do something like mm. I know Jim does with yes. your people? Yep. And we've done that and yeah. it's made just a huge difference. Not that our, you would, we obviously want our people even on our dime or their right. dime to go out and make a difference. Yes. But it just shows that your company embraces giving back. And when you do that, it's easier to get your employees to get out there and make a difference. Because like Jim, I understand when you're successful in these communities and mm -hmm. we're in 11 offices in three states and you work hard then when you've mm -hmm. been successful there to make the communities better. It just Correct. it's a great tool to recruit new employees mm -hmm. when when customers or clients are choosing between you and someone else and Precisely. they look on your website, they can see all the good you're doing to give back. Yes. And it just feels good. It feels great. I know. And and that alignment, this actually goes to learning. I'll bring it back full circle. The, it's interesting when you interview at a company, they may ask you, you know, tell us how you you are a mission fit with us. Yeah. Right? The research actually says that the better way to flip that question is for the interviewer to say, tell us how our company is a mission fit for your mm, life. Interesting. And when you find employees who have that alignment, that click between their virtues and how they see the world and what you're endeavoring to do, oh my goodness, right? You've got engagement. You've got long-term commitment. You actually have people who research show are more willing to overlook uh, behavioral challenges with maybe a manager or a supervisor mm -hmm. because they feel what we call an affective commitment to where they're serving and working day in, day out. I think that's what's happening when we're engaging our employees and saying, your worldview, how does it fit with us? Let's activate that. Yeah. It's a pretty powerful thing. It is awesome. Yeah. I want to talk about a couple other things sure. you guys do. You brought that. You brought up uh, Camp Hometown Heroes, and as we talked about a little bit before, you know that's a program for us and my staff that really has been impactful. Mm -hmm. um, we've been involved with it for years, and I wanted to spend a second uh, talking about that. Sure. And can you 
Talk, just tell our listeners about Camp Hometown Heroes because it's just such a, a great program. Absolutely. So Hometown Heroes is a 501c3 public charity that Jim helped to found a number of years back that focuses on trauma-informed care for children at its at its base. That's really what Hometown Heroes is focused on. Camp Hometown Heroes is our signature legacy program in that, in that nonprofit. And they focus primarily on children with a fallen military family member or first responder. And these, these kiddos come from literally all over the country country to have a week of truly trauma-informed care summer camp, right, where they get a chance to play and laugh and grow as children should, but also be worked through some of the grief that they carry and be with like-minded other others who understand the grief that they carry. And it makes a profound impact on these kids' lives and in their families, right, For, for mom or dad or grandparent who is caring for that child back at home and what that does for them. So Camp Hometown Heroes is a key component of the Hometown Heroes organization. The other is a newer program, just five years old, which is Camp Reunite. Right. And that is also focused on children and trauma-informed care. And these are children with a parent incarcerated in a Wisconsin state prison. And I had the opportunity this summer to attend one of our day camps that we did at Taichita, at a women's correctional institution, maximum security up in you know northern Wisconsin. Right. And um, these children, too, are facing trauma of a different kind and how to work with those children. It's it's a really powerful thing to yeah. experience firsthand. And again, the impact that that then has for them in their home, their community, their neighborhood for Wisconsin is profound. Yeah. So it's really beautiful. I've been work. to camp at Camp yeah. Hometown Heroes when the kids were there. Yeah. And it was probably one of the most moving things I've ever been involved in. Yes. And we're all so well-intended when we say, you know, like I can imagine what you're going through. And when I've talked to some of the kids that were at camp, one of the things that struck me the most is how that's looked at by the kids because they understand you really can't understand. But when they're there with all these other kids from around the country that have had the same horrible, terrible thing happen to them, those kids can absolutely relate. And I've seen some kids at the beginning of camp Mm -hmm. who were so quiet, reserved, didn't want to talk to anyone. And by the time you got to the end of camp, you could just see them with a smile and laughing. And the fact that the kids keep coming back and I met some of the kids that were then- Year after year, counselors. counselors. (laughs) And so it's it's a great program. Well, Mm. I want to say, Gretchen, you're at a great organization. They are obviously <laughs> lucky to have you. It's Thank really you. impressive to listen to all the stuff you're doing, your background. And I want every listener that hears uh, this podcast to understand all the great things that Capco Enterprises and Jim Kazmarek and uh, the rest of your employees are involved in. And if people want to learn more about uh, Kids to Kids, mm-hmm. Camp Hometown Heroes, Camp Reunite, Tell us how they can find out more. If they want to donate their time, donate money, drop off toys, tell us where they can go. Absolutely. Well, CasmericEnterprises.com takes you to everything that Jim is up to. And so that's a once. It's tough to spell that name, though, right? Yes, spell it out. (laughs) Don't make me do that. K-A-S-M-A-R-I-C-K. Yes. Something like that. I got it totally wrong. The C and the I and the K. But you want to go to kids2kidstoydrive.com. That's how you can find how to volunteer, get involved. There's sign-up sheets, ways to see the whole schedule, everything that's happening. Hometownheroes.org is how you can find out everything we're doing with camp and all of that particular work. And okay. so, and, and I think I would just encourage all of your listeners to go check that out. Grab a toy. Participate this, this Christmas. If you're a business owner, a manager, think about what your company could be doing, right? Think about how you could... Take your passions to the next level yeah. and, and invest in new ways. I think that's, for me, the lesson that I think Jim really beautifully gives all of us is 
how, what, what could my more be? What yeah. could that look like for me? It's crazy because recently I've done some things and I do a ton of charitable work, nowhere near as much as Jim. I mean, he's so impressive. But to leave some of these events and feel like you're inadequate, like you are not oh. doing enough when you see some really amazing people doing great things. We should all be challenged yes. to want to make our world a better place yep. for ourselves, our children. And I would tell everyone, if you want to see someone that's an unbelievably impressive person and see what he's up to and all the things that he does, not only professionally, but personally mm -hmm. to make the world a better place, go check out Jim Kaczmarek and Kaczmarek Enterprises. And he is a very humble, simple yes, guy. Yeah. You would never know he's no. as successful as he is. <laughs> you talk to him to get him to say anything good about himself or you congratulate him. He doesn't want to hear anything about mm -hmm. it. He lets his actions do the talking and he's just uh, a really impressive guy. And so are you. So thanks for spending thanks. some time oh, with pleasure. us. Thank you. Okay. And before you go, we're going to put you in the <laughs> Hupy hot seat. All this of my guests on the podcast, we oh have boy. to play a little game, oh boy. just a little fun. So since it's the season of giving and holiday shopping, Gretchen is going to play the Hupy Hot Seat Toy Safety Edition. Well, she'll have to answer three questions about toy safety. Okay. They're multiple choice, so you're okay. just going to okay. have to guess. Okay, so. good, good, good. All right. What is the minimum size a toy is required to be for children under three years old? Is it one inch, 1.75 inches, or 2.5 inches? Wow. I know. Crazy. I'm 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 do, I'm literally like trying to show the distance with my fingers and your your listeners can't hear that. No, so. and I, we we're gonna put a ruler out here, but they wouldn't see that either. I am going to go with what was my last choice? Two point five. One point seven five or one. I'm gonna go with one point seven five. You're right. And here's the answer why, or here's yeah, why. Yeah, tell me why. Toys under, my crack staff has this all, <laughs> I have no idea. My crack staff has this all laid out. Oh, I love it. Toys under 1.75 inches can be a choking hazard. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So be sure to always follow age recommendations when purchasing toys and don't purchase toys for your toddler that are intended for older children. There you go. Very wise. So, okay. What type of toy is related to approximately one in three Toy-related emergency room visits for Jeez. boys. For boys. Building sets, stand-up scooters, Ooh. or skateboards. Ooh. For boys. For boys. I'm going to go, well, <laughs> I should, people will know where I live. There's a, a little guy in my neighborhood who's constantly swinging his stand-up scooter over his head. So I'm going to go stand-up scooters. It's actually skateboards. Okay. But I would think each of those are almost equally <laughs> as dangerous. He swings it over his head. Anyway. Yeah. And yep. they, they the, the key here is when your children are on a skateboard, you should always make sure they wear a helmet. Wear God forbid helmet. Yep. there's an incident. And the last question, okay. toys that produce heat are not safe for children under what age? Under five, under six, or under eight? That produce heat? Yes. Like I'm an easy bake right. oven. I, yeah, I guess. I Baking was trying to a think brownie of one with a light bulb. There you go. Okay. I couldn't think of one, but you, <laughs> you got it. Well, this is going to make me sound like a terrible mother if I say too like young, like you know. But I'm going to say under six. It's actually under eight. Really? But you're a great mother. Yeah, don't tell you. <laughs> we never used an easy bake while they were only seven. Yeah, you had a, you had a three year old with an easy bake <laughs> yes. oven. Look what you were doing. So That's just fantastic. a little just a little fun it. since we're personal it. injury lawyers. So I love it. Thanks so much for everything and and have Absolutely. a great holiday season. Yeah, you too.
case result reading. Our clients were driving to Door County for a holiday weekend when a driver disregarded a stop sign and pulled onto the highway in front of their vehicle. One client suffered serious injuries requiring hospitalization and surgery, and our other client fortunately had only minor injuries. Attorney Rob Dommel recovered $500,000 from the at-fault driver's insurance company. Then a lawsuit was filed to obtain an additional $100,000 settlement for, from our client's insurance company, resulting in a total of $600,000 for our clients. To view more cases like this, visit hupi.com under the results section. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tell Them You Mean Business podcast. If you want more information about the topics covered on this podcast, visit hupi.com or email info at hupi.com. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season. In the spirit of giving, Hupi and Abraham is currently running our holiday cash giveaway where five winners will be selected in December to win $100. To enter, go to hupi.com or look for our giveaway posts on social media. And as always, if you're injured in an accident, be sure to call Hupi and Abraham at 800-800-5678 to tell them you mean business.